Two years ago, I went to Ecuador in the mountains, 10,000 feet above sea level, and I had an experience with Mother Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, for those who don't know, is a plant medicine that a few people on the planet take, uh, partake of in a ceremony to help them get closure, clarity, and a number of other things that will make their life better. It is a healing herb. When I say healing, I mean it, it emotionally facilitates healing for people who are on this journey of self-healing. I was one of those people. And I have a couple of videos, actually three videos, where I was sharing about my experience with ayahuasca, San Pedro, and a couple of other things. As a culmination of my self-healing journey, I found out about ayahuasca, I think maybe it may have been a month or two before I actually went to the retreat in Ecuador, which I think for a lot of people, that's pretty unusual because from what I understand and some people that I've chatted with who also was there with me, they took a while to learn about and then decide to go on a retreat. But I felt it calling me. I felt it pulling me in to this space of this is the right time, the right place for you to do this. So yes, I did my research. I, I watched plenty of videos. I both testimonial videos as for as well as research videos. And I just knew that it was the right thing for me to do at that time. I found a place that I went and I booked my ticket. I just went for it. And it being 2021, October, it was at not the tail end of the pandemic, but it was still in the throes. So ma masking up and being safe was important. So two years later, what has my life been like? That's what this recording is all about. I have had profound changes in my life because of ayahuasca. But before I went, I was already making changes in my life. I was looking deep within. I was healing some trauma that I had growing up and I was making good progress. I was mentally, emotionally, spiritually in a very different place that I had been at any point in time in my life. Going and doing ayahuasca was the culmination of this journey or I guess you can call it the next phase of my journey it's to start something new, something more profound, something more interesting, and becoming my most authentic self. So let's get started. What happened since then? How has my life changed? And there, there have been some pretty interesting changes that I, for one, believe has brought me to an even higher level of self-awareness, of knowing, of being me. Leading up to taking the medicine, I was pretty nervous. Everybody got there either one or two days before the actual program began. And I got there the day before the program began. I, I was assigned a roommate. We met in a pavilion type place. During this time in Ecuador, it was, I think, the tail end of winter and entering into spring. So it was still a little cool outside. We had, I think it was 30 people total there. And they were from all walks of life, from all over the world. It was, and for there for many different reasons. I enjoyed the people that I met. I was one of 
I think, two Black women specifically there. And there were, I think, maybe one or two Black men. And then there were some other POCs there. Going to a place like that, I think that was what made me feel the most nervous was, am I going to be the only Black person there? But I was pleasantly surprised that there were more than one person, Black person um, there than me. It was a rugged place. So there was a lot of walking. There was a lot of trails. There was a lot of wooded area. And there were a lot of Indigenous people there, which I, I found pleasantly surprising. They spoke Spanish, of course. My Spanish is not that good. I don't, I'm not, in no way am I fluent in Spanish. I have very elementary beginner level of Spanish. But they were very sweet, smiling, and they were in and out of the retreat area. The places where we had the medicine was in the what's called the Maloka. It is a large pavilion area that has a fire pit in the middle. And we were in a circular. So we were all in a circle around the fire when we took the medicine. And most of the time we took the medicine at night. And it was a very long process. It was hours long. And for me, the environment was, it was a little much for me because I, historically anemic, low iron, and being in such a high elevation for whatever reason just bothered my body. My body did not like that. I, I also have had respiratory issues. So the thin air in my lungs did not, it, it just wasn't working. If you saw the other video, you saw that in some places I would cough a lot. So I was struggling to breathe. But I did find out that me eating beets helped me because it helped oxygenate my blood. It helped me get more oxygen, but I actually cut my program short because I was intended to be there for 12 days, but I only stayed for seven days because my body was just really being beaten up by the high elevation, the thin air, and everything that goes with it. And then on top of that, taking the medicine and going through the sweat lodge. If you look at the other video, you'll see information about the sweat lodge. So it was just, my body just, I couldn't take it. So I left early. And fortunately, I was able to do that instead of waiting and, and staying longer. That was my basic experience. I've met a lifelong friend from that experience that I'm just so very grateful for. And I will have him on my podcast in the future. And we'll also be probably, probably partnering to do a podcast together related to healing in the Black community, in the gay community, and also self-awareness and, and self-love. So that's pretty exciting. So stay tuned for that. Two years later, like I said, my healing journey has elevated. Some things happened after I came back in my family, and it was, I guess, like, disappointing, It, but it wasn't surprising. I ended up going no contact with my family because I was in this space of wanting to no longer be an invisible entity in my family. I wanted to belong. I don't want to be the person that was always a fixture instead of a true family member. I was tired of being used. I was tired of not being supported. I was tired of my truth, my story, my experience being diminished. So 
I decided to go no contact with my parents specifically. I don't know that I would have done that if I hadn't had this experience in Ecuador with ayahuasca. I am in therapy. That's another thing that I decided to do was go get into therapy. Because even though I had done a lot in my healing journey, I knew that there were some unresolved issues that I had and I needed to deal with. And that was going to really help me continue to elevate higher and higher in my journey and come to this place of truth in my self-identity and just release, let go of, and climb out of this, what I term enmeshment, codependency, and become my own person. So that was one of the main things that happened after ayahuasca. I also come to this place where, as I mentioned before, my self-identity has shifted, it's changed. I was identifying myself based on what other people said about me, said to me, said I was, all the projections that people had for me, things that I believed about myself because someone else said that about me. I, I had to change it. I moved into the space of who am I? Like truly, really, who am I? And why am I here on this planet? And I knew that if I didn't really find my true self, that I would continuously be miserable. I wouldn't have great boundaries. I would be always looking for validation and approval from other people. So that had to go. Finding out who am I and then discovering who I am has been one of the biggest things that's happened since my ayahuasca experience. The first night of taking the medicine, the only message I got was focus on yourself, love yourself, and the only person that matters on this planet is you. And I just had this, you know, I just was hugging myself and it was clear. It was just so clear that this is my only purpose is to find out who I am, love who I am, accept who I am, and trust me, trust myself. That has become my mission. When I finally learned that who I am truthfully, really deep down inside my self-identity and shifting that, I have become the most happiest version of myself. I have become in love with life, in love with myself, in love with all the, everyone around me, even though it may sound a little contradictory because I've gone no contact with my parents, if I didn't get to this place of self-love, then I wouldn't be able to love other people in my life and not be afraid to not even have them in my life. Because I understand that me loving myself, me being more the most important person in my life, it protects me from the ideology that I have to be giving all of myself away, that I have to lose myself in order to be in a relationship with other people. And that is just true. That's not true for me, and I hope it's not true for you. By moving to this space of, I love myself, I'm here for me, I trust me, I know me, I accept me, that shift in my life has been so profound. It has changed so much. I have become more confident. I've become happier. I become just more light. There's light coming from me. There's light in me and it shines out. And then I was able to get to know my five-year-old self that I mentioned that I met in the sweat lodge. I've 
been able to reparent her. I've been able to just love on her and give her what she didn't have. I've been able to reparent my middle school self and my teenage self and my young adult self and integrate all these parts of myself into this person that I am now and truly be living authentically. I am not perfect. I have not arrived. And that's not even the point of this. The point is just these are the changes that that I have made. And I've also, from my career perspective, my work life, I decided that I needed to take a sabbatical. I needed to take leave from work. And I began to research, well, how can I take leave from work? What is the policy? Because I was working full time. And I, I did it. I took time off from, I believe it was May until August. And those were some really good months. With the help of my therapist, I was able to do that. I took advantage of the option to take time and leave from work so I could literally nurture myself, continue the healing process, and rest. I just really needed rest. That's the result, again, of me going through ayahuasca and having that experience, taking leave. And then I ended up just leaving altogether and and going into my own company full time. That has been an experience. I've enjoyed that. I love the freedom to be able to do work I love, work with people that I really want to work with, take time, manage my time, really, so that I'm not always in a meeting. So I'm not always wondering if I'm doing enough or um, trying to justify needing a raise or being on certain projects that I don't really like. Moving into entrepreneurship full time has been a game changer for me as well. I have no qualms or delusions about how hard it is to be an entrepreneur, but I'm determined to make it a really good experience because, again, I love me and I'm doing things now that excite me, that make me feel good, that really resonate with me. The things that I can say, hell yes, I want to do that. Yes, that's my favorite word now is yes, because when I'm doing what I love to do, when I do things that resonate with me, I'm happy. And my happiness is first and foremost. With this happiness, my cup overflows and I'm able to give from the overflow and not from a depleted place anymore. So that's been a great change in my life. I have been clarifying who I am and what I'm, the work that I'm called here to do on this planet from the business that I have to the coaching that I do which is radical self-care because that's part of this healing process for me. And the self-love journey is also part of that as well. I'm helping people, especially Black women, move into this place where they're prioritizing radical self-care so that they can have the healing, hope, and happiness that they deserve so they can transform burnout into bliss I'm really thankful that I had the experience in ayahuasca two years ago. I'm thankful that I met the people that I did. I'm thankful that I had the courage to go there, to do it. I hope that you'll find the courage to not necessarily go and do ayahuasca, but that you will begin your healing journey and that you will move out of the space of this low-key depression that you may be feeling, 
this anxiety that you may be feeling, the worry, illnesses that you may be dealing with, all of it is, is rooted in unhealed trauma. It's rooted in unhealed soul work. When you heal your soul, like really heal your soul, it is, on the other side, it's an amazing experience. Going through it, I'm not going to say that it's easy. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. But it is worth it if you are wanting to be healed, whole, and happy. And you want to do that on your own terms. I just really highly encourage you to begin your journey. Start with prioritizing your self-care. Because that's, to me, the gateway to healing. Rest is also involved in self-care. When you free yourself to begin the healing journey without being afraid of what other people think because other people just are committed to being unhealed, then you open yourself up to experiencing, meeting, and connecting with other people who are also on the journey. They're out there. There's so many of us out there waiting with open arms for you to join us and becoming a healed person so that we can heal our families, we can heal this planet, so we can just enjoy a little heaven on earth. Each experience with ayahuasca was different. It, it brought up different things for me. Like I said, I don't regret it. What surprised me the most, like I mentioned before, was the intensity of this message to love myself, find myself, and focus on myself. No past lives came up for me. I did encounter, like I said, my five-year-old self, and I spent time with her, pouring into her and loving her and getting the validation that I never really received growing up in my life. I can't say that I would do anything different other than make sure that I strengthened my body for the experience. Because it was physically brutal, but my mind, it was free. I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't. Am I going to do ayahuasca again? Perhaps. It's not something that I feel that I really must do. But if one day she's calling me again, then maybe I'll go. I will probably go to Costa Rica to do it. Maybe, I don't know if they do it in Mexico. I'll just have, I have to check, but probably Costa Rica is where I would go. I've had some people ask me or tell me when I go next time, they want to go with me because I just, how about how I talk about the experience for people who are on this healing journey. After you have been on the journey for a little bit, after you have process some things, after you have released some things, then ayahuasca may be the thing for you to be the icing on the cake, to be the gateway to an elevated experience on this planet where you are moving out of the space of pain and suffering and into the space of healing, hope, and happiness. If you have more questions, put them in the comments below. Would you go to an ayahuasca retreat? Have you started your healing journey? What's holding you back if you haven't started? What are you afraid of? That's just a, a straightforward question from me to you. Do you need help with your self-care journey? Which I said is the gateway to the healing process. If you do, then I do offer one-on-one -on -one sessions to create a radical self-care plan. The link is in the description below. So check it out. Click the link, learn more, and let's set something up so you can start your self-care journey and move into your self-healing process and become the most 
healed, hopeful, happy version of yourself. My name is Samantha Gregory. I'm a self-care alchemist and I help high-performing women transform their burnout into bliss. My link is in the bio. You can check out the Blissful Life course and community. That includes many courses that I put together over the years that has brought me through my process. I know that it's going to help you. And then we can create a community of Black women, of people of color who are a little apprehensive about this process, but you need support and you'll get support. You just have to start. So until the next video, I hope that you have an amazing time, that you make the best decision for you, and that you begin to live your blissful life.